You're listening to Peak One Sports. show back again different co-host for two weeks in a row hi joey is just asking to lose his job you know you know people are sick now he's back in school he's got homework you know clay was here last week daniel's here again this week sucks to be him you're a reoccurring co-host i am a reoccurring co-host last time i guess you we could have considered you a guest but this time You've you've leveled up, dude. Ooh. And it's hockey season coming up, so you know. So this is my bread and butter. I'll be utilizing you more as we come come closer to that. I think. I'd like to hear and, that. You know what I mean? You and I seem to have uh, not a lot to do sometimes in the middle of the day, so it's a lot easier to schedule things. Yeah, man. Uh, wife works, kid goes to school, and it's just like. Yeah, I can either sit and do emails or I can be here and talk hockey. Hell yeah. And I, I, I've i lately tried to keep my Mondays of just like measurements and like easy stuff, collecting money, you know, so it's like, go. anyways, you guys don't care about that. But this show, <laughs> just like all of our shows are brought to you by Betalytics. It's football season. Everybody's betting. And if you're like me, you're losing because you bet with your gut. <laughs> don't bet with your gut. Go to betalytics.com. Make a profile, use promo code PEAK1, get 25% off your, you know, your, uh, you know, the, the cost because they charge because they give you good information. And if you're winning your bets, then, and you're getting 25% off, then it's nothing. You know what I mean? And the whole thing's worth it. Um, and me, this week was full of bad bets because see, Betalytics, they don't, they do your, uh, you know, team sports, they do, you know, your, your major sports. They don't do MMA, UFC, which is what I mostly bet on. Um, and it, because it's just too, there's too many ways to lose. There's too, it's, 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 it's almost impossible to do like analytics on it when it, you know what I mean? Cause it's yeah, just like I mean, one little turn your head the wrong way and you get hit with a punch and the favorite gets knocked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so they don't do it. It's too many variables. And being that the UFC is on Saturday nights and football is on Sundays, I bank on winning money on Saturdays so that I can <laughs> bet on Sundays. And this week it didn't happen. <laughs> I lost all my money on Saturday night and I refuse to deposit any money. I haven't deposited money for like a year. I've been, I've been, mil- I put like a, every year on my birthday, I put like a hundred dollars in my betting account and I'd see how, if I can take that, you know, either gain and make it a bunch more or at least keep breaking even and, and, and keep, keep it rolling throughout the year. Well, I mean, then you've been doing good if you've been, I have. if you've been waiting a year to, I have, so well, this year, well, my birthday's on August 21st and my account is at zero. I see. So we may have to do a little depositing next uh, week, but uh, I, may, I may have over <laughs> overestimated your. Uh, hey, hey, but that you know what? <laughs> the last time I deposited lasted me like a year and a half. So okay, so that's good. I mean, we'll lay off. All right, will, I'm sensitive. I mean, we'll we'll take we'll take it I for like, what it's worth. There, I like I to win money on Saturdays <laughs> and lose it on Sundays because even though I have access to Betalytics, they are our sponsor. Um. I used one of their one of their they they 
they have like AI systems that put together like predictions and they have all these different analytical things and then they spit out like some parlays and stuff for you. And on Thursday night was uh, Vikings and um, and Philadelphia. And I did a parlay and every, every leg of it hit except for Kirk Cousins. He only needed like three and a half yards rushing. He's a quarterback, not a running one, right. but three and a half yards. You think just on a scramble or something, he'd oh, get man. three and a half yards throughout the entire game. Yeah. But he got sacked like five of times, so he ended up with negative yards and everything hit but that. But they were pretty close. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, they, but, they, they, yeah. But what you're saying is Betalytics it, it does all of the hard work That's for exactly you. exactly right. And they go and they they build stuff for you that you can you can say, yeah, I like that or I don't like that. Or you can modify way. what they've built, and th- which is, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Because me, like, especially being that I, I mostly bet on the UFC and, like, it's an individual thing. So, like, you get connected to these fighters. And me, I'm a sucker for a cool backstory. I'm a sucker for a cool nickname. I'm a sucker for a lot of stuff, Daniel. <laughs> A lot of stuff that has nothing to do with betting and how they're going to do in the fight. You're just a sucker. I'm just <laughs> I'm a sucker. <laughs> so don't be a sucker. Go to Betalytics and use promo code PEAK1 and uh, and get 25% off. Um, they're great. They're great. And uh, it'll help you out. Trust me. Because it's only week two and I haven't won a single football bet. <laughs> Lucy Goosey update. All right. <laughs> Lucy Goosey got a bye this week coming up. Last week. Oh, you guys got a bye? That sucks. I know. I'm going to be calling in and trying to sub for somebody. Hey, you I want to want... sub for us? We I might do. need. If you do, we I probably, really do. We probably would need. Okay. I, if you do need one, text me because I yeah, will yeah. sub. I, I'm going to do it no matter who the team is. <laughs> I just don't want to not skate for a week. Like once the season gets going, mm-hmm. I hate the buys. I, I hate having, having I odd numbers. But anyways, last week. We got another victory, 7-4 to four against FNG. Uh, kind of a little rival. Only because one of their players uh, called our goalie a cunt last season, and she got it on she got it on her GoPro. So it would just you know every time we play him now, it just it really gets us going because it's like why you gotta do that? Wait for real? Yeah, it's fucking what's his face, Kennedy man. Jeff Kennedy. Jeff Kennedy, and you know it was one of those things where oh, it's like, oh no, you know what? I saw that video. Yeah, she posted it because she was so pissed. Because like apparently, I, apparently he's always a dick to her, always has been, even back to like Roller. But like I'm a person where it's like I don't know most of these guys very well. So if like if they're cool to me, then I have no problem with them, right? But then it's like she she played that video. I'm like, oh damn, that seems out of character. She's like, no, it isn't. He always fucking talks shit to me, and he's always so- fucking. And I'm like, oh okay, well now I don't like you anymore. Yeah, it was so weird, man. <laughs> it is. It's nuts. But, um, and it got a little chippy out the gate, at least on my end. Like, you know me. I'm very positive out there. I yell a lot, but oh, it's yeah. always positive. It's never negative. Well, I think that's the thing with you is a lot of times when people see you, when they when they play against you, you are so loud. And they and they assume take that, that I'm talking shit yeah, or something. Like, but you know, oh, he's he's on he's on our ass. It's like, not really. No, 99% of the time, I'm, I'm yelling at my team positive things or just hockey things mm-hmm. i love hockey i get excited i know you you're on another team so if i talk some shit it's always directed at you oh, exactly. or somebody that i know yeah. that's going to talk it back and we're just out there having fun yeah well this had nothing to do with that and it was the my first shift of the game right and i've just recently gone your direction and, and transitioned from the full cage thing back to the visor right Oh, I'm full. I'm full. Nothing now, baby. Okay, I'm see, like I'm like Getzloff out there, and it's like dirt league. <laughs> so like nobody's really getting pucks up that you know that are gonna yeah. really bust your teeth out and shit yeah. like that. And if you keep your damn head up, you're not gonna get smacked in the face. Well, first shift of the game, I get high sticked right in the nose, 
And it is what it is. It's a hockey play. But we had two refs out there on Wednesday. And not, one of them was looking right at me, didn't Did we call it. Have two? Yes, oh. dude. It was, and they, but there were two new guys. Which, you know what? That actually makes it better because if I didn't notice that there were two refs out there, that means the refs did a really good fucking job. Right. It's so, not, not like what the shirt says here. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a little, I got a little heated because the ref didn't fucking call the high stick, whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm being a baby. I start skating towards the blue line, pucks out of the zone. There's two like in their sixties dudes on that team, right? Both cool dudes, but one of them high stick me. Whatever, I wasn't mad at him. I was mad that the ref didn't call it. We come around skating towards the blue line. The other old dude comes up behind me, cross checks me right in the back, and sends me face first in the fucking ice. Ref again standing right there in the blue line doesn't call it. Right, one it's checking, one it's cross checking. Yeah. Three, it was interference because the puck was. Out of the zone, and I was the only. It was their two defensemen and me still in the zone. So then I lost my shit because oh, I was just like, "What the fuck? Dude, like absolutely. you suck, and you suck. Why did you do that to me? Like Dude, you know." Absolutely. And it's Wednesday. It's like save that for Fridays. Like you shouldn't be doing that on Fridays, but at least it's a little more competitive. You know what I mean? Like the dirt league is for mostly beginners and fat guys like us who just yeah. already know how to play and want to go out and have a good time. I would rather not skate 150% and because... have a bunch of tryhards out there taking it too seriously. You know what I mean? Now I will be devil's advocate here. Sure. And I will say, do you think they didn't call it because it's dirt league and they didn't think anybody knew how to stop? Sure. That's fine. I, I wasn't. I was more pissed at the old man because one, it was it was it was Mike who was on my Bulldogs team. So it's like we're homeboys, and I'm just like, what the fuck was that, dude? Yeah. Like, so I just like I said, it takes a lot for me to get angry. It was my first shift of the game. I just sucked down a pre workout, so I was fucking <laughs> ready, and I was just like, I was fucking screaming and yelling. And then, you know, for the rest of the first period, because they were elderly gentlemen, I was just making soft dick jokes the rest of the time. <laughs> And then I like I just had to calm myself down. I even skipped a shift because I'm like I can't be I can't be this guy. I'm not going to be this guy. You Don't know? be that guy. And we were down two nothing. Not a house league. No, and we were down two nothing real fast. So it was just and one of them, Jeff Kennedy scored one of the goals, and I'm just like anybody but him. What the fuck, you know? <laughs> anybody so but him. that's great. I was a little the, the the I was redlining, so I took a shift off. I calmed down. Uh, we went into the second down 2-1, and then, you know, I apologized to my team. I said, guys, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, it's out of character. Um, and then we, we, we calmed it down. They were, it, so my, the next shift I took, like I ate shit, like trying to stop the blue line to keep from going off sides and I ate shit. And then the yeah, whole bench starts laughing at me cause I was losing my shit the last <laughs> year. So at that point. That's when all my calmness, because once the other team's laughing at me and is more worried about laughing at me and talking shit to me because I lost my shit, I know they're more worried about that than the game itself. Which would explain the 7-3 score. Exactly. So <laughs> then after that, I was like, okay, I'm good So now. you did your job. I did my job. <laughs> they blew their wad trying to fuck with me for, you know, 15 minutes. And then we just kept, we played it. You know, Lucy Goosey's playing good team hockey. We've had a whole, you know, a good group for a season now so everybody's kind of knows where everybody's at and everybody's yeah. tendencies so we're passing good and yeah we we ended up winning that's cool seven three uh and can't um, wait to play you guys that's i know it's so much fun it's always fun and we got the be- the the battle of the best looking jerseys you know what i mean and oh the tigers always, look so you guys are sick, you guys oh are we freaking, look so good 
we haven't we haven't won a single game and i think we've been i think we've been outscored seven to one in two games what's going on there uh you know we're so last season i played with heat wave right i remember um they you know fun fun team and it was great because you know like a lot of beginners and everything it was it was a lot of fun right um you know because i don't give a shit if i win or lose it's not mm-hmm. it's not no, that's, that's not, not why i play right, right the whole reason i play is just to go out and have a good time and mm-hmm. that team was a, was a great time still a great time they're great people um but i was like you know what i really want to play with like a Your bunch guys. of my a bunch of my friends like that, that have never played have never skated you know there's there's two guys on our team um husband and wife is a tony and anna and mm-hmm. they are both um brazilian jiu-jitsu um black belts nice. and world champions like My these people, people these people are like like four real world-class athletes and they're right. awesome um they've never played hockey before they've hardly ever skated mm-hmm. so it's like dude come and join my team because it's like because we we're not gonna go out there and just like dummy people right, right but we're like but dude we're gonna try and get you goals you know what i mean hell yeah no so that's that's the point of this league that's exactly. why i like this league it's, so it's like, like you know that and like people like that i wanted to play with and i wanted to play with like my cousin and everything. Sure. just like people that you know just don't just have okay so I, I, I we haven't played yet so i didn't yeah. see what the roster really was so you got a lot of a lot of i got a lot of there. those new guys a lot of new guys but then i also got like peanut you know like a couple yeah couple well of yeah you bring guys, in right? some of the core and but, then you put in but then we also tell peanut you're not allowed to shoot right because right? like because <laughs> peanut's it. peanut's really good like sure. peanut does play on sunday right right you know what i mean and sunday sunday for those of you who don't know is like the really fucking good league right and and he, he plays on sunday he's really he's a very good hockey player been playing forever uh we tell him you can't shoot right. which is fine because he doesn't care we just put him in the middle of, the, of tony and anna you mm-hmm. know and just like you're you set these guys up all right. night long and we we're so new playing together that we we haven't scored we haven't done really much. Nothing wrong. Um, first game we lost like six two. I think we played FNG. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second game we played Heat Waves and we lost one nothing and I was in the net. And it's like, it, and let's be honest, I let in one goal. I wish I would have had it back, right. but I let in one goal. We should probably win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, and it, that's a good outing, though, because you haven't been in goal a lot for the I last decade. Not. You know what I mean? Because so, my knees don't work. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm. that's a win in my book. You know what I mean? And like you a, said, it's Wednesdays that you got to you take victories wherever you can get them. And after the first game, this game being one nothing and all that. And you know what? And we had a lot of fun. Like that was probably the most fun I've ever had in net while losing. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I said, you did. This league is all about the silver lining. You know what I mean? Because it's like I said, same thing with us. Like we have our core geese that have been playing since roller. But then I've got a couple of buddies out there that are brand spanking new. We've got a couple guys that, you know what I mean? It's but just, that's what this league is for. And right? it's you pretty know, it cool like, that, like, some of the newer guys that started that last season, like, holy shit, like, they scored some goals this yeah. season. You know what I Isn't mean? Cool? And then, like, uh, they just added Sean Bergman. So another kid that's oh like. Oh, my God. Uh, How but, did they get Sean Bergman? <laughs> but he's he's sketchy on the ske- on the ice still. So it's like. I mean. And then, like, Lakota is sketchy on the ice still. And Lakota's young. So it's like, it's just these. It's cool. Like, we were playing with these kids when they were, like, 13. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? And that's now they're true. adults. So it's weird, <laughs> you know. But it's. uh um, and once once Bergy gets his feet, oh yeah, no, shit, he won't belong be, in this. That's league. gonna be scary. <laughs> that's gonna be way too scary. He won't be at all the games. I think that's why he was just trying to. He knew us, so like he didn't want to join like a that's stranger good. team, and then nice. a team that would get pissed that he wasn't. He's only gonna make a few of the games. Yeah. I think so. We were like, yeah, dude, that's cool. Like I'll get you a, a blue practice jersey and nice. show up when you show up. But um, uh, yeah. Anyways, dirt league's always fun. Dirt league is the best. 
<laughs> it's awesome. Uh, what do we got? Moving on. This weekend we had uh, Noche UFC, Mexican Independence Day UFC, Mexican champion Alexa Grasso defending her title against the woman she beat, Valentina Shevchenko, in the rematch. Disappointingly, this fight ended in a draw, the very rare MMA draw. They have those in MMA? They do, because huh. um, it's an odd... It's it, it, you, think, you wouldn't think they would, because it's an odd number of rounds, right? Yeah. But you can tie in a round. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, the refs can do a nine. I guess. Nine I guess if you can. Nine. I guess if you can draw in boxing, it's essentially the same. Same. Thing, right? Same so. type of deal. And it was a very close fight back and forth. Like their original fight, like Valentina Shevchenko. I'm going to explain this to Daniel because I don't know how much I do you don't. Not know I want you. Okay, anything. so she's like one of these. Like she was the. She is. She is the shit. Like she's most dominant. Like basically, like nobody's going to beat her for the I longest time. I have heard time. the name. Okay, so just totally dominant for like the last five six years. Like nobody even comes close to beating her and then alexa grasso mexican-born girl comes up and she she submitted her she outboxed her and valentina chevchenko is like multiple time kickboxing world champion so you'd think she'd have the advantage on the feet not so much and so you know thinking that this fight was going to go similar to the first one is that you know Alexa Gracio is going to, you know, outbox her maybe knock her down or at least get it to where she can take it to the ground tap her out again and it almost happened twice. Two rounds ended with her with a submission and and, and Valentina getting saved by the bell. Um, it was just close back and forth. I guess I'll take the draw. Um, I don't think Valentina won. She thinks that she should have won because they basically it was a draw because of the last round they gave Grasso a 10-8 round, meaning really whooped her ass. If, right? it's, if it's anything like boxing. That's that how like, it usually happens. A draw happens because yeah. it's one point. So basically saying like Valentino won three of the f three rounds. Yep. Grasso won two, but one was a 10-8. So that extra point makes the draw. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, she was a little bitter saying that they felt pressure on Mexican Independence Day to give her that 10-8 round. Not the case. You got boxed up in the fifth round, got taken down, got put in a choke, and ended the round in a choke. It was total. You, she did nothing in the fifth round. So if any round was a 10 8, it was that one. Probably not the best time to, to come <laughs> it's out weird. with that. weird. I mean, but she is comment, from like, you right? know, I she's mean, Russian or whatever. So she gets a pass. They can I, mean, say I mean, does she? Like, I almost, almost, feel like, almost feel like it should be worse now. I feel like, I feel like anybody doing. from other countries can say racist shit if they want. It's fine. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, I guess there's that. You can't get too mad at it. Um, American, but American white guys. Not can't that it say was racist, <laughs> but it was kind of a jab of just like, well, you did almost get choked out twice, and then to say that they did it because she was Mexican is kind of weird. But yeah, a little bit. Um, uh, don't really want to see the rematch. No, I. I, it, I mean, after after a, a huge upset and then a and then a controversial controversial draw because you're the not way going to go back for round three. I don't think so. One because I think. Valentina should just move up a weight class, uh, and and she'll probably dominate that to one thirty five. She'll dominate that weight class. But two, this fight was very similar to the first fight, right? And it was the first fight didn't go the whole it didn't go the whole five rounds. She got choked out in round three, I believe. And like I said, it was Valentina came out and was kind of doing her thing, real technical kickboxing, kind of keeping her at distance. But then as soon as Grasso landed a couple punches, you could tell she punched way harder and it, she knocked her down, jumped on top of her, choked her out. This fight, same thing. The first couple rounds, Valentina didn't dominate, but probably won on points, you know what I mean? Just being a little more technical. But then as soon as Grasso landed a punch, she knocked her down, jumped on her, almost choked her out, saved by the bell, came out. 
boxed her up in the fourth round going to, you know, tied two two going into that last one, you know, or whatever the judges, two judges had it, one winning, the other one winning, mm-hmm. one judge had it a draw. So that's how you get it. It's a split draw is what they call it. So you got three judges, one for Grasso, one for Zygjenko, one mm-hmm. tied it so yeah. that it's a split draw. So it's not like they all had it as a draw, right? right? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if they made the rematch. You know what You'd I mean? It, it was it. a very entertaining you're, fight. I just think it the same thing's going to happen again. And as a UFC fan, you're still going to watch it. I watch like, everything. I'm a degenerate. Like you're not like you're not gonna. You're not I watch gonna bare not knuckle do it. fighting. I just like there watching people punch each other. Like it's <laughs> my favorite pastime as an American. <laughs> like we just you know reserve the right to punch people for money. Oh, exactly. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like I said, it's fine if they want to give it to her, just because, like I said, Shevchenko was such a dominant champion. I think like she could get all the rematches, and you can't get mad at it. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just see the fight kind of playing out the same way, you know. And then this time she submits her again. It's just like I said, this time she just got lucky and she put a submission in with thirty seconds left in the round, and she was able to fight it off for thirty seconds and to the horn. She had two or you know five more seconds. The fight would have been over two different times. Um, it sounds like a lot of uh, Grasso is just kind of waiting for her opportunity. Pretty she much, and she's just so it. powerful. It's crazy. Like her punches are powerful. Not to say that like women aren't powerful punchers, but it's fewer and far between in the female rankings that you see somebody that just hits like a ton of bricks. And and uh, Mexicans are known for that. They're known for <laughs> having brick oh. heads and 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 hit and having brick hands. You know that what is. I mean? I always say, I always tell people, I'm like, you get in a street fight with a Mexican guy, kick him in the leg. don't try to punch him in the face you're gonna break your hand you know what i mean um but it's like uh uh and then her chokes are insane because they weren't even chokes like you think she was going for a rear naked choke like what she choked her out with the first fight it wasn't even it was a face crank it was basically where she went for a rear naked choke but didn't get it under the neck neck she just had it across her mouth Mm. and there's a funny clip you can find it online of joe rogan because he's commentating the fight when she lets go of the choke after she tapped out, Joe Rogan goes, it looks like she's sunburnt because so much blood had like <laughs> risen to the top. Cause her arm was like right here. So when she let her arm off, it was just paper white from wow. her nose down and her top of her head looked like a tomato. Wow. So even without having it over the neck, it was like, she was going to break her jaw or she was going to pop a blood vessel, do something. That's so it's strong just, right this there, is a very powerful woman. So uh, anyways, congratulations, Alexa Grasso. I didn't fucking win because it was a draw. <sighs> yeah. That's another thing right there. And mm-hmm. I didn't get to bet on football because of you, but we'll do a full <laughs> breakdown. Me and Alexa will do a full <laughs> breakdown on the bungalow fight show on Thursday at 6 PM. Um, Tune in wherever you are. Yeah. Go check it out. Um, Daniel's here. So let's talk about hockey. Yeah. Here's your weekly reminder that on the 22nd, which is four days from right now, preseason starts. Um, like Let's I said, go. I said uh, last week and the week before, preseason, like in any sport, you can't put a lot of stock in it, but it's just like a primer. It's like, oh shit, here's my guys. Mm-hmm. Here's the new look. Here's whatever you got. Every team's got some kind of new look going on. Like I, like with the Sharks, I'm excited about like Mackenzie Blackwood. I know, I know we've got a solid goaltender, but it's like I want to see. Blackwood. I want him to put Blackwood in. I, I'm excited about him. A lot of people are. A lot of people are not giving him a lot of credit. I, I love. Why. I love Blackwood. Me too. I, I've been a fan of him for a while. He's he's had some injuries, of sure. course, as you know, as, as it goes with goalies. But but man, it, I I don't care. I don't care what you think about you know right. guys with injuries and whatnot. But man, goalies. 
Dude, he he is, he, he you is gotta, technically sound. He he's looks technically good. sound, I, and like goalies are like you got to find a goalie who can streak. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you find. And and because they have two solid goaltenders now, they can play the flip-floppy thing throughout the season to yeah. keep them from getting in. You guys still have Corpus Salo. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. right. So, in like obviously he wasn't blowing anybody's hair back last year. No, but I mean he's but not he's to not play the to be. flip-flop goaltender, the 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 uh like the one season when we still had Nabokov and Kippersov and they were going back and forth. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like that keeps mm-hmm. everybody from getting injured. It keeps yeah. them from tiring themselves out. And I think nowadays in the NHL, you're going to have to start looking at that. You're going to have to start going into tandem goaltending. Right. And I and think Carolina pioneered that really uh-huh. by going like one and one and one and, and one. And it is good because then you can kind of both guys, you can analyze both of them throughout the season to see, because like once you get to the playoffs, you got to have that streaky yeah. goalie, you know what I mean? Whether it's Vasilevsky, whether it's anybody who just, you know, carry, uh, uh, Price has done it, where it's just like they have these seasons yeah. in the, these playoff runs where it's just like, oh, that goalie is ca- not carrying the team, but it's just like without that guy, they'd be fucked. You but know then what I mean? you think about it too, and Carey Price, you know, even Carey Price, even like guys like all-time greats like Broder or Wah and that kind of thing, if they had a tandem goaltending situation where they didn't have to play right. 70 to 80 games a year right. and then hit playoffs, right? Like, man, you wonder, maybe, you wonder you know? how, how good they would have been. Like, Carey Price... That, that was that only year, the that was only the issue with him is like he, that's what I'm saying, is right? he just his get, body just didn't hold up like they they, they went through the Maple Leafs they fucking smashed through most everybody else right. and and they got and they got through Vegas and that's coming from a goaltender the, people you yeah, know what I mean absolutely and then they, then they ran into you know they ran into the Lightning right. at the other end of that right. and you know yeah it was a weird year because of COVID and everything but man that guy like oh, and that's there's there's a handful of goaltenders who have that same story where it's just like this guy is just you know, virtually unstoppable, but it's a literally long season. put the team on his and back. then the playoffs are like a whole nother season of yeah. double the intensity, and it's completely different, a uh, completely different game. Like right. if you cannot fight or throw a punch in the playoffs, right? You, like it becomes like a goodbye. game of longevity to a game of just pure aggression yeah, and it's intensity. Like, it's like know? goodbye round one, you're done. Right, right. So that's. That's what I'm looking forward to with the Sharks is maybe getting their goaltender situation nailed down. We got a lot of young guys. We got a lot of... Uh, you got just, a lot of potential there for, for the skaters right. and, and goaltending to be and very good. And just seeing, like, this is going to be the first year of, like, all Mike Greer decisions. Yeah, that You know what I mean? Too, yeah. Kind of like he's... The first year of... of he's He was here last season, but there was a lot of stuff, you know, players right, and contracts right, right. and different things holding over from the season before. And then, you know, we obviously we got rid of Carlson and, and it's we still have our core, you know, our Vlasics and our Coutures and Hurdle and stuff like that. But it's like for the most part, it's a lot of young guys that he is deciding like this is right. what we're going to do. And then we'll see how it plays out. Can we talk about that Carlson trade? Cause yeah, I there's, would love to. There are pundits and there are people out there like everywhere on NHL NHL Network. And they are all convinced that Pittsburgh got the vastly better end of the steel. So that's the thing is, and that's where I started out, right? I started out with that just because of the contracts coming right, with right. the two players that came to the Sharks. Mm-hmm. But if there's room for renegotiation or room for even just cutting them or room well, for even, whatever. Even their term, their term is nothing. Right. There's like one, two years on like on so then most of those. After guys. I did a little more research and stuff, it was, and then you look at Carlson, you look at the Penguins, you look at 
how Carlson plays the mm-hmm. defensive position is like, yeah, he, he won a Norris trophy, but it was just because he scored so many fucking goals and got yeah. so many points. It wasn't because of his defensive play. No, he's awful in his own hands. Right, right. You he's know what I mean? He's actually really bad. Pittsburgh <laughs> needs defensive defensemen, in my opinion, I, right now. I 100% right? agree They've with you always because been, they have Latang. Right. He's they, essentially a lighter version of Carlson exactly. because he doesn't score as many goals. And they're both... At the tail end of their careers. And they're both just not as good in their own defensive end. Right. And Pittsburgh always had the offensive pressure, but it's just, you got to have those stay at home guys, those stay at home defensemen. But then do they still have the offensive pressure? Because like, I mean, (laughs) they have Crosby. Crosby's going to be good until he's 60. Sure. Whatever. But he needs you know, a supporting cash. You know what I mean? Malkin's Malkin's getting hurt all the time. Malkin's older. He's, he's fragile now. Mm Mm-hmm. Rust did not have a great year. Right. That's the thing. Uh, it with when you kind of sit down like on on paper, you're like, holy shit, they got the best defenseman in the league, and the Sharks got these two fucking, you know, veteran fucker just, just journeymen. Castaways. Yeah, castaways. castaways with bad contracts, and Pittsburgh got rid of two bad contracts and got the best defenseman in the league. But then you look at it and you're like, well, he's not the best defenseman in the league. No, he's the he's best not. scoring defenseman yeah. in the league. You know what I mean? And it's like well, to be very fair, too, if you were are the best defenseman in the NHL, nobody's going to talk about you. Nobody gives you a don't, shit. Because you don't get any points. <laughs> right, you don't right. put points up on exactly. the scoreboard, but you take them away. Right. You don't allow but them to get scored there's on. A, there's a guy like, you know, like if superstar-wise, like a Kale McCarr kind of sits the line. But of, he's but he's good at both ends of the end. That's what I mean. Like so, if you put him in in the defensive end, right. he will kill you every penalty right. for 20 minutes. Like full-on 20 minutes. Right. But if you're in the uh, offensive zone, don't let him have the puck. Right. No, like a guy, like the only, you know, Sharks broadcasters, the only ones who ever talked about Doug Murray back in the day. But Doug Murray was a guy who'd stay at home Mm -hmm. and they just called him Crankshaft because he'd just sit there until you came in the zone and then he'd eat your fucking lunch. You know what I mean? But it's like he wasn't trying to score. He wasn't trying to pass. He wasn't trying to get involved in play. His job was just to be a fucking wall. Yeah. And he was a wall, you know. Scott Hannon. Scott Hannon. I'm sorry. I keep saying, you know, fucking... Sharks, because that's just also my thing. decent defenseman, though. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. And before and before Vlasic's legs went out, right? Vlasic was probably one of the better one of, of the course. better door stopping defensemen. And that's the thing is like so when you sit and look at that trade like that, it's probably more even than anybody getting ahead of it. But I think the Sharks just getting rid of that Carlson money and just being hamstrung by yeah. you know. By like one player making almost eleven million dollars, it's like that's, yeah, you could, that's a lot when the cap is only eighty something, hundred <laughs> percent. And when we don't need you to score that many points, we need our no. forwards to score that many right. points, and we need you to stop them from right. scoring. Like that's our problem is stop them from scoring. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, like if you're down near the other team's net, right, and you take a couple shots, yeah, you'd probably score a few, right. But if you miss, well, shit. How many defensemen we got back there? Right. Well, you're one and you're up here. So yeah, what, just, where are we at here? Yeah. And the, and the Sharks are like, everybody has their generation, you know, you know, their generations of teams for their team. Like you're a Ducks guy. So you had I'm your pronger years. You had your different things like that. Sure and like, did. But it's like now we don't have, you know, we're, we don't have Marlo. We don't have Thornton. We don't have um, Pavelski. You know, everybody, you know, everybody we're, we're recycling basically, you know Two what I mean? Two of the all time greats that should have and never did win a cup. Right. But that's oh the way God. it goes. You know what I mean? That's uh teams going in cycles and yep. we're in a recycle. And uh, I don't look, I don't know. What do you think about your ducks this season? Where are you, where are you at right now? I um, before your pre preseason thoughts. <laughs> so last uh, last time I was here, we were talking about the draft. Right. Um, we were talking about the draft, and I, I made a I made a very um, uh, 
Because it was the, literally minutes before the draft like, started. <laughs> in the moment comment about, I really hope the Ducks take Fantilli at number two. Uh-huh. I guarantee they won't. They're probably going to take, Car- uh, uh, you know, Leo Carlson. Car- and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you know what? After all of that, you know, and everything, and I did, a, I did a live uh, reaction to the draft and everything, mm-hmm. all this on my uh, on my Instagram. <laughs> I like I like Leo Carlson. I right. really do. He's he's a big, strong forward who is going to be a very very good center in the NHL. Right. Um, I did get to see Fantilli at the rookie camps, and he got a hat trick in uh, the rookie camp against mm-hmm. uh, against uh, forget who they played, but uh, but he you know playing for Columbus, who doesn't have the best talent oh, pool. Oh, we're gonna out talk there. about Columbus in just a second. Oh, we've got we've got some <laughs> things to talk about with Columbus. Holy hell! Yeah. Um, but he played he played so much more offensively driven mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing with carlson is that i really like him because he's smart in both ends of the ice okay is he going to fill the net and provide the thing that the ducks lacked last year which was scoring goals right i don't know about right. that he's very smart and he's gonna stop a few from going the other way because he's good defensively it's kind of like the I mean, all, obviously he's a rookie, and yeah. Joe Thornton is one of the best of all time. But it's like the frustration of a Sharks fan during Joe Thornton's tenure was that, like, a lot of times hockey is a game of numbers. Yeah, if you put a bunch of pucks on the net, doesn't matter how good their goaltender is, more are going to go in. Eventually, and you'll Joe score. was such right. a quarterback that he always held. You just felt like he was holding, take a fucking yeah. shot, or yeah. like you know what I mean, or like. Oh man, as a as a Ducks fan going to Sharks games and everything, it's just like the, everyone around me. When Thornton gets the puck and knowing that he's one of the best playmakers ever, and he's to got play a the fucking game, great shot, knowing that he has the puck and he comes down on the goalie, and they're all just, they're all just like, "Fuck, he's not." Yeah, or shoot. he's off on the he's corner and shoot. he's <laughs> like he's trying to quarterback the play. It's like just shoot and it, they've Joe. got they. It's just like every shift, like as he got older and he slowed down a bit, it was like all you got to do is put two guys on him mm-hmm. and he can't get his passes mm-hmm. off or they can't be clean pass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it became so much easier to defend him, and that's like what you're saying with the ducks it's like what oh, you guys like when he lost the, the step too right? 100 like it's a little slower and then it's just like okay well then he's guys just stationary trying to pass yeah. you know and then it's like a passing drill and yeah. it's like all they got to do is get in front of him they don't even have to body him but like with the ducks like you said like you guys lacking those pucks going at the net you want you know hopefully more of those yeah you know and it's like they're not all gonna go in but they, they were outshot almost every single right you I don't watched. want that you you want to be pretty even or coming out, obviously you want yeah. more, but it's like being shot outshot every game sucks, you and, know. And and I mean, and I will say for the for the Ducks for what it, for what it's worth, they they didn't have Jamie Drysdale all season. Basically, he played eight games. Right, uh, he got hurt. He's been having issues staying healthy, which you know is is unfortunate. Still doesn't have a contract, right. uh, Patty. Where are we at with that <laughs> one, bud? Um, but uh, you know, he's he's a really solid smart defenseman that I would love to see working with Cam Fowler. Right. Working, you know, with the the defensive core that they have out there. They have um they have probably some of the best prospects in all of hockey. Right. Um, and well and you guys have some of the best defensive veterans too that yeah. can kind of teach those guys. Well not Shattenkirk anymore. Well that's true. Which I'm okay with that because right, right, Shattenkirk right. was literally awful. And he's net. just old, and, <laughs> and it's he's like, and he's, he's old. He's, he's getting there. And I, that's, I loved I loved him for locker room presence, but I did not love him on the ice. It's and, a time, and, and that's of a, a lot of sports. I mean, football probably the most, but it's just like 
most players don't age slowly. Mm-hmm. They are good, 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 and then they fall off a cliff. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. they're not all gonna just. No, oh, they're a little going down. You know, the volume doesn't get turned down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gets turned off and like for, real quick. And for Shattenkirk, that was the second that he signed his free agent deal in New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's why I always said like with uh, with the Sharks, it was like they always sign those guys with somebody's hand was already on the light switch ready yeah. to turn it off. Yeah. And then it's like, this guy's the best player in the league and now he's on the Sharks. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, but what are you going to do? And I mean, and for, for what it's worth for Anaheim is they, you know, again, they have a very, very good prospect pool of like players that are going to be more than likely superstars, like right. abs, actual legitimate superstars in the NHL. Well, and that's what like seasons, like whether it's the Sharks or the Ducks or any of the teams that kind of are in that position, it's like these seasons, even though you're not, you know, expecting to like light the world on fire, it's like this is where you get to see what the next couple of years is going to look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and as a fan or as somebody who analyzes the game like you and I do, it's like you just, you have your predictions or like you watch these guys and then you, what the team should do and then you exactly. just you see you hope mm-hmm. that they sign the got right guys they get rid of the right guys they send the right guys back down exactly. and things like that and but um, what is exciting for them they got a new coach right always exciting when when that happens i did i was i was not the biggest fan of Dallas Akins i couldn't actually ever say that it was 100% his fault because uh, i mean in football, it's way different, right? Like you know, you can have a coach like Belichick and have a and have a team that's just dog shit, mm-hmm. and you can still coach them to an eight win nine. And it's season. also with football, it's like it's so weird because a lot of the guys who are the head coach, they don't call the plays. Exactly, they don't, they don't manage the defense. They, yeah. Once the game, they're there for they schedule practices and put all that shit together. And then once the game starts, they're kind of just sitting there with the headset on putting in their two cents. But then this guy's calling the plays and this unless guy's managing the defense. And unless this, you're Belichick because he does, does all literally everything. Right. And, well, every, and but that's the thing is this season he's not yeah. right. And it's like, they, they change roles, but in hockey, it's all you. It's mostly just the play. I mean, you have yeah. your assistants and stuff like that, and but they're for practice. Yeah. When it comes down to game time and game time decisions, it's all head coach. And you've got your coaches and everything that are that are there in hockey that are telling you this is the play we're running for the power play. This is this. This is that. But I mean, as soon as the puck drops, it's, I yeah. mean, you could you could execute the play, oh, or yeah. you have no idea what you're going to do because the puck bounced a different way. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it's just like there's there's only so much that you can coach in hockey, mm-hmm. and for for what it's worth, I don't think Dallas Akins did the best job that he possibly could have done with this roster, with Anaheim's roster last year. Right. Great, like I said, great young talent. Like, you got, you got a guy like Trevor Zegers out there, and he's pulling Michigans out of his ass, like, you know, anywhere. <laughs> right. And it's just like, it's like, man, use that. Right. Use that guy. Get that, creative. And that's you know? the thing about hockey coaching is, like, you got to pinpoint those guys who have those special skills and, you know, try Trevor to... Trevor Zegers also does not have a contract, and I'm fucking worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the other part of it, too. You know what I mean? Because that, you see it in all sports now just because, you know, players are wanting more of their share of the cut, and you can't blame them for it, you know, as fans especially. I mean, some fans like to bitch at players for wanting money, but it's like, eh, I got a job, too. We exactly. all want to make as much as we can oh, while right. we have the chance to make it and i mean like most of these guys like knowing i'm from i i like the anaheim ducks right mm-hmm. like there's maybe like six guys that grew up in orange county playing in the nhl right they don't want to play for the ducks they want they want to go play for the rangers <laughs> they right. want to go play for the leafs you know like yeah, somewhere yeah. where they're gonna make a ton of money right 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 like i mean 
Zegris is from fucking Michigan or right. something. It's like if if he doesn't get signed by the Ducks, he's just like, oh great, I might be able to play for the Wings earlier. You right. know what I mean? It's like yeah, because especially in hockey, because it's such a. I mean, of all the major sports, it's the least popular, right? So you got to imagine yeah. they've got the least amount of uh, merch money. They got yeah. the least amount of ticket sales, you know, whatever the case may be. But there's just those, you know, whether it's a Canadian team or it's the Blackhawks or it's the Red Wings, there's those original teams that are always going to have a pile of money no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like whether when our favorite teams, they got to be good yeah. <laughs> to yeah. make, you know, to make that kind of money, you know what I mean? Cuz you got you were relying on casuals mm-hmm. to bring the eyeballs and stuff like that, but yeah, it's a big thing. Big thing for our area. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to grow the game when it when it's sunny outside and Yeah, and you forget like people still act like it's not a thing and it's like, dude, these teams are fucking 30 years old. Yeah. Like we yeah. it's here. Yeah. He's been here. Oh no, it's here. Yeah, you know what I mean. And no, it's, it's like, like and come on. I mean, as, as for what it's worth, Anaheim, Anaheim renewed their uh, stadium lease for the next like thirty years, I think, with right. the, the city of Anaheim. So it's like they're there for the long haul, guys. Right. Like that's that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 good. It's good. High love hockey. Whatever happens with our teams this year, I'm I'm going to be watching for the rest of my life. I'm not. Uh, I'm not super. Uh, high on either of our teams at this point. No, I, me neither. But I feel like I, you Anaheim, gotta you gotta find those things that you yeah. can be excited about. Daniel's like, until we get some contracts, and I'm I, excited. About I'm it. so nervous, dude. <laughs> like our our literal best defensive prospect, and more than likely our second best to best center on the team is, are not in signed limbo. Yeah, and it's hard. literally in limbo, and it's just like Pat, I I love you. Mm-hmm. Fix. It. <laughs> well, and that's you know, people have been talking. We've been talking a lot of contracts on this show just because of the running back situation in the NFL, right? Which is odd, eh? It's odd, but nobody wants to pay these guys. Just like every other sport, and we were just talking about hockey having its generations, and your team recycles its players after a while. In football, because I've been playing fantasy football for so long, you see trends, right? So, like when I first started playing fantasy football, it was all about quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You had mm-hmm. to draft quarterback first. And this was, you're talking like 2009, 2010, yep. right? And then it was a few years of that, and then it was all running backs. Yep. And then a few years after that, it was all wide receivers. Yep. And it's still kind of in that wide receiver era right now. Well, that goes along with how the NFL teams are playing. And right now, most NFL teams, and it's probably because of the way the Chiefs and their success. I don't know why people follow them so much because nobody has Patrick Mahomes except for the Chiefs. So it's yeah. like, how can you like try to mimic them? But yeah. they're a running back by committee team, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they've got three solid running backs. None of them are superstars. No, no world beaters. But on every team, play, there's yeah. a different guy in there. And each one has a different job. You can tell like, yep. oh, they're going to do this on this one because this guy's out there. Whatever. Yep. So every team right now, unless you have one of these major superstars, which like, you know, 49ers, they paid Kish- Christian McCaffrey, right? And he's paying off big time. Yeah. But it's like you look at the Saquon Barkleys, you look at Dalvin Cook, how he went to the Jets, you look at a lot of these guys. Crazy how those guys just off a cliff. And it's man. just that it's an injury rattled position. Yep. And in a sport like football, where I think three and a half years is the average career length. Yep. Right? Uh, running backs is less than that because you are getting hammered every play. Mm-hmm. Whether you actually get the ball or you're blocking for the quarterback, you're getting fucking smashed yep. every play. So they get injured more. So all that stuff factors into how much money and length of contract you want to give to a guy. And then this whole running back by committee thing is swept the league where everybody's got two guys 
they don't need that superstar. They just need this guy who can go around the edge. They need this guy who can go up the middle. They need this guy who can block hella good. Well, and think, if you've got a decent fullback who can block, then you don't need that running back yeah. who can block. You, you know. And I think that's it's it's harder now because back in the day you used to have like an Emmett Smith or an Adrian right, Peterson right, right, or somebody right. like that that just. But like, those were those years I was talking just like about you where you hand the ball to him and you just you let him cook. You, those years where you're drafting a, a running back first, but it was those years. But now it's. But I mean, like. They don't. They don't make them like that no more. No, and they really don't. And it's with like the the influx of the quarterbacks, like younger quarterbacks, i.e. Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. These guys are guys air in the ball, and they can run, yep. and they throw the ball a million fucking miles down the. You know, <laughs> yeah. so a lot more passing than there has been in the last half decade. You know, or at least mm-hmm. uh, mostly passing game. Yeah. And then the teams that don't have a quarterback who they can pass that much with and they're a short pass team. They've got two running backs, you know? So it's like everything's different and everything changes, but that's the thing is like hockey's not like that. Mm -mm. And to leave these guys in limbo that just because you had a disappointing season last season, like that's not a reflection on secrets. You know what I mean? That's not a reflection on these guys because of, Football, obviously a team sport, and you need your offensive line to block for the running back or the quarterback or whoever else. Hockey is there's a real fine line between individual and team sport, right? Mm -hmm. Because, And then you have these certain guys who can play both of the game. The frustration with Joe Thornton is he could play the individual game, but he... 90% 90% of the time he played the team game, which is good. No, that's great. But you it's predictable have after a while. So you want those guys who can thread the needle and like exactly. at the right time, they don't pass it. They take it to the house. The Ovech- Ovechkin is like a perfect <laughs> example of that, right? But he's also the guy that doesn't really play the team game, really. This is true. He's, <laughs> I guess the he's the anti-Joe Thornton. He's the right. 90% individual. Which I love. I love Ovi. And he's, a, and he's honestly a great leader. Like he is well-respected right. in that locker room and people love to be around him. And he's if a he's, great if he, person. If he, if he can fire it, he's firing it. <laughs> but I mean, like he's going to have a hundred points and 90 of those are going to be goals. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so it's just, it's, I, it's, hey, everybody, newsflash. Sports are different. Um, but, yeah, I in think case all, you didn't all know. these guys need to be played. Um, but we'll talk about football in a second. You brought up uh, Columbus a second ago. I with sure did. Let's talk about uh, the big red bitch, mm-hmm. Mike Babcock. I, I, I don't know if it's just my Red Wings versus Sharks hatred <laughs> from, like, the early 2000s that really made me hate Mike Babcock. And I'm just like, why is your face got to be the same color as your jerseys? <laughs> and, like, I just... I but just, he was also a Leaf coach, so, I mean... This is true. But he does talk until he's blue in the face. And, <laughs> and he comes back. And he get the I don't know why the fucking Blue Jackets signed him in the first place. I'm like, let's get some new blood in here. Like, it's every once in a while these some of these coaches where hockey's a sport where it's just like these guys hang around too long. Yeah, that just because the Red Wings were he was gone. Yeah, the Leafs the Leafs got rid of him because of some shit that he did in the Leafs locker room. Right, that should have been enough red flags right there. And aside from that, you can be a coach like. Like you brought up Bill Belichick, like that guy can be around forever. Yeah. Not just because he's had a successful team, but they won seven fucking Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. Like just because the Red Wings were good for like ten straight years, like okay, they got a couple cups, but it's like you were so fucking good, you should have had more. Oh yeah, and then absolutely. Should you have had go more. and if it was all you absolutely. when you went to the Leafs with the roster you had, you, you should have had more. You want like, you want to hear something crazy? You want to see something crazy? Go to um, uh, NHL.com and look at like the 
the rosters from when Babcock was the coach to to the Red Wings. It's dude, nuts, dude, dude, goaltender, roster, roster, everything. Holy, like, how did they fit all those guys under the cap? Now that doesn't happen. Can't. Yeah, it's but, impossible. But looking at how he he managed that team, bro. How did they lose games? That's the thing. And that's my, with a guy like him, just specifically, just, and like I said, it's just pr- maybe my bias is because Sharks were, you know, I had a lot of disappointing <laughs> games against the Red Wings in my early adulthood, late childhood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like. Babcock also used to be a Ducks coach. Well, probably another reason you don't like him. I don't. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I just don't like the guy. I don't think. And then there's, if you there's a lot to not like. If about you hadn't him. heard, so we did, like we just said, Columbus came out of nowhere and hired him as their new coach this season. And the season hasn't even started yet. And uh, the the controversy, the investigation, I always like it when they investigate stuff where it's like, well, we already know it happened. This is, this is the second time they investigated it, by the way. The first time they investigated, the NHL said, there's nothing here. No, yeah, no <laughs> we like this fucking red face animal. Um, so Boone Jenner. Uh, solid name. I'm a sucker for a name. I love that's a good hockey name. Right Great there. name. Wonderful so, name. And this probably would have been the whole team, but he just came out and blew the lid off the thing right when it happened to him as he calls him in and he's like, let me see your cell phone and let me see your camera roll and all your pictures and everything, mm-hmm. all your personal shit and all this stuff. And it's just like all this stuff that has nothing to do with hockey. Exactly. And in a time like this, in a social climate that we're in. Privacy is a very big thing. It's and the whole live and let live. What do you care if this exactly. guy's putting dresses? What are you looking for, first off? And if you found it, why would it matter right. kind of a thing? If there's dick pic, whatever it is. Like what? His name's Boone Jenner in the NHL. I think uh, He's I think probably got a couple dick pics on there. It's possible. You know what I mean? Like, just with that name, <laughs> he's getting pussy. Probably, like, a couple, probably a couple of dick pics right next to a couple of pictures of stacked-ass chicks. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, that, so, obviously, Boone Jenner was like, yeah, fuck this, fuck you, yeah. and came out well, and... Well, so... So Boone Jenner was, was, he came out and said, like, there's, there, you know, like, I, I didn't find much of an issue with this. It wasn't that he said, but the fact that he but, put it out there. But the fact that, like, so, um, so th- from what I know, the, the story was basically broken, uh-huh. if you want to say broken, on um, the Spit and Chicklets podcast right. by, uh, by Biz Nasty. Biz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he basically, he basically came out with it. And I mean, like, he, he was very vulgar about yeah, it. Yeah. But he was like, uh, you know, he was like, what are you looking for, for dick pics on my phone? Like, you know, like, uh, you know, fuck off, basically. Right, like, this right. is not, not where this should be. It's not where the focus should be on the team. Like, mm-hmm. fucking run the power play. Right. You right. know? So, um, so he was a he was basically came out with it and said that and then it, this started gaining traction not because um, people in the Columbus Blue Jackets organization were like hey yeah that's that's kind of fucked up people around that Babcock used to coach had more in coming Detroit out and Toronto shit. and Anaheim came out and said yeah he did this to us and it was super fucking weird right but i didn't say anything at the time because if i did i wouldn't play anymore right 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 and because again different climate different social stuff going on and everything like that and babcock is famous for and if any of you know hockey you probably know the name mike madonna wonderful wonderful athlete probably one of the better center fish named after him He's and you know what he was on one of my hate most hated teams of all time, but still exactly. one but, of the face. But probably if you had to go down the list, he is one of if not the very best center ever born in the in the states for for hockey. He is and so, not a piece of shit. So good and not a piece of shit. <laughs> Lovely man, right? Um, Mike Madano 
sits at 1,499 games career because Mike Babcock was his coach. He had to get 41 games in his final season playing with the Red Wings, and he said, this is going to be my last game. This is my last season. I didn't know that. This is going to be my last season. 41 games. All I have to do is get 41 games. I get 1,500 games career. Right. Babcock knew this and sat him multiple hey, games. Hey, healthy scratch tonight on game 1,500, bro. Uh-huh. What a cock. He... I don't care if he, I don't care Madano's got a broken ankle. If he wants to get out he, there for a fifteen hundred game, you put him out exactly. there. Exactly. He literally had to play half of the season. He did not play half the season. He played wow. half he played less than one game half the season. That's insane. And it was a fuck you move from Mike Babcock, like you don't make the lineup I do. That's insane. See that Oh God. This guy's an asshole. Exactly. Even more exactly. of an asshole than I thought. Because that pisses me off right yeah. there. Because it's like, that's like a legacy dude. That Mike Madonna, like, it's... He is on every NHL video And like game I said, it's not like he's an asshole. Of all times. Oh, yeah, no, he's great. You know what I mean? If you're an asshole, he then is, it's like, yeah, whatever. He, you get what you get, but... He is a Hall of Famer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he's in the Hall of Fame already. Mm-hmm. And he sits with his, with his plaque... In Toronto, fourteen ninety nine. Son of a bitch. That's so fucked. Hey, dude, up. let's start a position. Let's bring Mike McDonald out of retirement. Dude, one game. That's all he needs. Yeah. It's a one game. Come on, Sharks are gonna suck this he year. He doesn't have to score. Sign, uh, San Jose is a lovely place. Just spend the winter here. No, just and... let it, just ju- just let him just sign a one s- sign a one week contract. That's that's it. Put one him in for a shift. First first shift of the of dude, the new season. Phil, bring him out. Phil and Kessel then just, just like... won a cup. Is basically a healthy scratch, bro. He, like... he never played a game in the playoffs. <laughs> Like, come on! There's all those videos on TikTok where the guys are like, guys are acting like Phil, Colin, Sydney, yeah, Sydney yeah. Crosby, going like, you know, hey, wh- why the hell did you have me work so hard for those three cups? <laughs> oh man, no, I mean that. Oh, that's bullshit. Fuck you, Mike Babcock. Exactly. Um, and just to just put a button on this, we won't talk about him anymore. He resigned yesterday. That he did. Amid the investigation, um, we don't need an investigation. Resigned or fired? Because well, I mean, depending on how you want to look at it, officially resigned. He was definitely fucking well, fired. Definitely fucking fired. <laughs> yeah, it probably has something to do with uh how much someone has to pay him for one of those outcomes i'd imagine because contracts usually have wording in them on yeah. how you lose your job and how much money is owed or well unfortunately or in nhl in the nhl circle um coaches are on guaranteed contracts so even no if they what. no matter what so even if they are fired before their contract is over the team is still on the hook for paying so mike so babcock he, still wins he's getting two years of free money from the black uh, blue jackets son of a you son of a Yep. The red jackets. The red jackets. Red ass face. All right. Well, that made me mad. That Mike Madonna thing made me mad didn't matter than this freaking See? phone picks thing. That's what that's what got me the most mad. I was just like, and this motherfucker got another chance at coaching, and I'm still here in the dirt league. Like it's like Son Columbus, call me. I know. I'll coach. What are you doing? Come on, Columbus. <laughs> We'll, fight, we'll light that cannon. <laughs> All right. Um, real quick on college football. We got to talk about Coach Prime. Hey, he's, um, he's doing pretty good. So, obviously, uh, been the talk of the college football landscape for all summer. Um, and then we talked about him a little bit because, you know, everybody was still doubting him because he brought a lot of the Jackson State guys, brought in, what, between staff and players, brought in like 80-something new yeah. people into that Colorado system. Yeah, so, everybody was doubting him. Came out against TCU, who was in the national championship game not even a year ago, and whooped their ass. And then uh, 
beat Nebraska as expected, and then we had a you know rivalry game with uh, Colorado State. And Bit of a tough game. Where the yeah, and the coach made his little comment about I take my hat and my glasses off when I talk to adults, which bleh, is bleh, bleh, bleh. which is dumb, right? I which mean, is it's stupid. Really We're dumb. talking about fucking Deion Sanders. Give me a break, dude. Exactly. Like he could wear whatever the hell he wants. He's Deion Sanders again, not an asshole, yeah. just entertaining as hell, real as fuck, mm-hmm. and it's like. He even said it. He's like, I don't want to be involved. Like, they talked about, like, after the game. So, if you didn't watch the game, super close, went to overtime. In my opinion, a little too close for a team you're expecting to be really good. A little Colorado too close, State. yeah. Colorado State ain't But it's a rivalry game. But it's a rivalry game. game. So, maybe they uh, were just Travis Hunter, their two-way, the freaking best player in college football right now, plays 140 snaps a game, plays cornerback and wide receiver. He goes out on a late-hit concussion. Um so I heard a lot of people saying, well, that's what happens. You play so many snaps. It's like, no, it was a late hit. Yeah. It had nothing to do with no. his body failing on him. Somebody yeah. fucking smacked him on the sideline. Yeah. You can't, you can't come, so, you can't cap at anybody like that. And like, that, that's, that's yeah. just not okay. And that happened early in the game. So obviously that was their, one of their biggest offensive, their biggest offensive weapon and possibly their biggest defensive weapon also out. So went to overtime. They won. Um, and then, you know, Coach Primey comes out because everybody's got to ask about the shit that Coach Norville said and all that stuff. And he's like, listen, he's like, I don't know the guy. He's like, I'm happy for the guy. Anytime there's a black guy that's out there that's successful, he's coaching, he's got a good team. Like, you can't expect me not to respond when somebody says, talk some shit. He's like, that's what my mama told me. Like, don't let nobody talk shit without you talking shit back to him. He's like, but as far as that goes, like, I got nothing bad to say about the guy. You know, and so it's like if you got anything bad to say about Deion Sanders, you're an asshole because he had the opportunity to talk so much shit about this whole situation and this whole rivalry and then the thing with the coat between coaches and then the late hit and then even his son got fucking late yeah. hit and laid out yeah, late did. in the game. Yeah, he did. And, uh, you know, so there's a lot of stuff, but it's like his thing is like it's football. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, they're my kids, but it's like they're playing a sport where you're going to get hit. Yeah. And it's like. And uh, just keeps it even keeled, keeps it Dion, and uh, I just had to give him another. I mean, he's getting plenty of shout outs, but uh, that was a good one. I nothing but class. Yeah, that guy. you know, he's, and he's it, awesome. Uh, and I hope I just like when lots when sports analysts have to eat crow because like <laughs> yeah. there was barely anybody think you know giving him any credit or just not even let's see what happens. Just mm-hmm. they're gonna be bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, well, fuck. Mm, all right. Do. All right. Go, go ahead. Doubt. That's that's the best thing in sports is a little bit of doubt. Yeah. Well, and I think and that's a lot of uh, he plays on that, too. You know, your good coaches always play on that. Even like uh, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, even when they were the best team in football for a decade, it's still nobody believes. In mm-hmm. Nobody believes. In <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody wants us to lose. But uh, anyways, uh, that's college. Um Week two in the NFL. Hold on, I gotta put on my football glasses real quick. Oh boy, these are my these are my old, these are my football guy glasses. My football coach glasses. <laughs> Fuck! Why do they look exactly like Andy Reid's glasses? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> all right, we're going. We're gonna just do a quick little overview. We'll do all the results just mm-hmm. like we did last week. We don't need to talk about about this team at all, do we? We don't need to talk about that. Oh no, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Uh, we don't. We don't have to. They, what, dude, you gotta. It's. But we don't. But we don't need. To do that it's okay it's okay mm, so, so, starting off tampa bay chicago hey, Baker uh, Mayfield, man freaking shaky bakes i want to tell everybody out there i've only been doing the sports podcast for maybe four months now but long before that 
I've never written Baker Mayfield off. People I wrote him off him. because yeah. he came so he, he he was kind of the same uh like uh, Lane is like the Johnny Football draft, the Johnny Manziel draft. He yeah. w- got drafted by the by the, by the Browns. He was brash, he was whatever, blah 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 blah. But he had the fucking skills, yeah. right? And he didn't get that massive massive deal for no reason. No, honestly. and so whether and and then obviously he played for a bad coach, bad team last season, so it was kind of wishy washy. But now he's in Tampa Bay, a team that has a good core of players, teams that won the championship, you know, three years ago, and um, they're two and zero. And I'm not that the Bears are any good. The Bears kind of suck ass. Um, but fucking Baker Mayfield is out there, and if you, I'm a big fan of Miked Up. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah, when you get yeah. and when you hear the way he talks to his teammates on the field, not even like in the locker room on the side, like on the field, he's cracking jokes, he's keeping it light, um, he's talking to defenders and stuff. It's just it's great. The guy knows fucking football. <laughs> um, in their last game last week, like he was, he knew the he it, like halfway through the first quarter, he had already figured out the defensive scheme mm-hmm. and they have a whole, you can go on TikTok and watch tons of TikToks of him literally calling out the defensive scheme before he hikes the yeah. ball. <laughs> so it's like the guy, it, again, whether it's coach prime or anybody, if you got anything bad to say about Baker Mayfield, you're an asshole because the guy's funny, mm-hmm. the guy's personable and the guy can, guy can ball dude. He can play. Man. And he's not just a guy who's out there gunslinging it. He obviously knows the damn game. And, uh, and I think that was a thing too, is everybody wrote him off. 100%. You know, it was like they, a little bit of doubt, right? They wrote a him off as that, oh, look at him, all these Hulu commercials. Look at him, all this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, you get the commercials, but you got to be able to play the game. It's like, yeah, put him on a team that's worth a shit. Exactly. Like, he played for the Browns. Played for the Browns. Let's be honest. And he played for the Panthers. <laughs> like, he played for the Browns. The Browns were like, you know, uh, we're going to get Deshaun Watson, He was, right? for the short amount of time that he was on the Rams, mm-hmm. when he had to come in, he balled out. He played great. You he know what I mean? On, guess what? He played well on a team that can catch the ball. Go figure. Right. And then now you got Mike Evans, who had his controversy with his contract where they didn't want to give him a new contract. He comes out there and he's been Mike Evans is already having a career season two games in because mm-hmm. he's got shaky bakey throwing him the ball. I think uh, what did, he went to the Panthers that one year and they cut him, right? Uh, they cut him or they trick? No, they, no, no, no. They because they. Uh, he was kind of their bridge quarterback because yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. they've got uh, what's his name over there now? Uh, CJ no CJ Stroud's on the Texans, but anyways, one of those. Yeah, he yeah. was just and they had freaking uh, Matt Rule who's coaching for Nebraska. Now it's just it was a bad situation, mm-hmm. and whether it was going to the Rams for a short time or now in Tampa Bay where they had a core group of players, guys who could catch the ball, coaches yeah. that are known for scheming around the players they have, not just trying to... That's the thing with football is, like, sometimes you get coaches who are like, no, this is my style of football, mm-hmm. and this team's going to play this you style. You have to play my way, otherwise you don't play. But then you got coaches who are like, these are the guys I have. Mm-hmm. It's like we were just saying about hockey. Mm-hmm. You find your guys and what each one does good, does bad, and you 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 know you shift your game yeah. plan around for what they can do. In uh, Tampa Bay, 27-17 over Chicago. Uh, Detroit, Seattle. This was a nail biter going into OT. Uh, Detroit obviously is on everybody's uh, you know trending up list. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing great. I'm always I'm a big Jared Goff fan just because I'm a I'm a Rams guy and another guy I think because he's kind of low key and he's kind of looks like a Ken doll and just kind of <laughs> just you know doesn't doesn't look like he can take a big hit. You know what I mean? It just doesn't look like a gritty guy. But he again a guy who makes smart plays. Um, 
Seattle beat them in OT. Yeah. Um, so one thing that uh, that happened with this game, and I'm trying to get Yahoo Fantasy to load. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that happened with this game, uh, my guy, uh, I drafted him in the second round, I think. Um, David Montgomery. David Montgomery. Um, wonderful running back. He is getting a lot of touches. Um ahead of Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, people thought that Gibbs was going to get a little bit more of the uh, the the workload. Uh, Montgomery seems to be handling that a little bit more than Gibbs right now. And it's one um, of those things where Gibbs is getting his flashes out there, but it's because they're running both mm-hmm. the guys. They're running both I mean? the guys, but then Gibbs goes down. Right. And now Montgomery then the, the game the game was a little bit closer. Uh-huh. And then the Seahawks started right. to turn it up. And you know, Seahawks, I just want to say something real quick. Let me come here. <laughs> you know, last week at a seven leg parlay, all the games hit. And I went against my my heart and I I put you in my parlay beating the Rams. Because the Rams just on paper, just in everything, you know, not going to be that good this season. They you know? shouldn't be. And you, you, you guys are running high on 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 Geno Smith having a career resurgence. You give him that big contract. You know, Kenneth Walker balling out. You got that big monster DK Metcalf. And I'm like, of course they're going to beat the Rams in Week One. And you didn't. <laughs> and then you come out and you beat the Lions, who were supposed to light the world on fire. So I am Seattle. You're on my shit list. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You're not getting any more of my parlays. Seattle is on my shit list as well, and I'll tell you why. Why? Um, I also went and got um, one of their wide receivers because, as we talked about before, wide receivers are kind of a big deal in uh-huh. fantasy football. Um, I went out and got Lockhart. Lockett. Uh, Lockett. That's it. Yeah, I got. Good I old went out and got Lockett. Tyler Lockett. I thought that would be that'd be a great a great late. He's round always pick. good for a second, a second or a flex or something. Exactly. Like that. that was my thought. Um, he played awful in week one. I mean, like <laughs> oh, just, yeah. just awful. Like, I mean, just terrible. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want him. Yeah. Hey, he's on my bench. Let's I'm going to see if else. I can trade him. Yeah. yeah. He's going to sit on my bench. I'm going to put DJ Moore right. in, right. in his spot. Good move. Then he goes and does week two. That's what I'm saying, dude. Fuck these Seahawks. Why though? <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, you, dude. Do that that's why a seven leg parlay. I mean, it was a five dollar parlay. I was going to win three hundred nine dollars. You know what I mean? Jesus. You Seattle over Detroit, thirty seven, thirty one. What I'm OT. hearing is Seattle owes you three hundred. They owe me. <laughs> um, we'll back out my five dollars. So we'll say uh, they owe me three oh three. There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, Cincinnati goes down to Baltimore. Uh, twenty-seven, twenty-four. We always knew that was going to be a good game, but holy hell, what's going on with Burrow? Holy smokes, and Burrow left with uh that same calf injury mm-hmm. he's been dealing with in the off season, and uh, I don't know. It seems like wait, what happened to our? Okay, oh, Ooh. there it goes. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Um, you know, your team's not playing too good. You're not playing too good. That off season injury just starts to flare up a little bit more. A little bit. Man. <laughs> oh, a little man. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, not a lot to talk about in that game. I kind of nah. knew Baltimore was going to pull that one out. It was closer than I thought, especially with the way Cincinnati's been playing. Uh, yeah, Baltimore 27, Cincinnati 24. Jacksonville KC. Um, 17-9. Low-scoring game for Kansas City. Kansas City's, a lot of Kansas City fans might be a little bit worried. I mean, obviously they're winning, but it's also like 
that team's supposed to score like 40 points a game. You know what I mean? And I mean, with, with Mahomes as your quarterback, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, They've got wide receivers right now that can't catch the, the bullet pass right. and whatnot. I mean, he's got, they've got Kadarius Tony. They're throwing balls to Kadarius Tony right now. Can't catch it. It's a problem. Can't catch it. uh, And I mean, and you know, as a Jacksonville fan, you gotta be looking pretty good because, like, you know, you come out and you win Week One, and then you keep it close with Kansas City. I think they could have won that game yesterday. Probably could have, but defense uh, defense played them tight. But I think you know they got Travis Kelsey back, and he's dating Taylor Swift, so (laughs) it's just like it was all signs pointing KC. Yeah. Casey's on a. Hopefully, they're. Uh, I drafted back with um, Kelsey in the first round with my first pick, number three overall, and that's then a, he didn't play week that's one. A risky move there, but all right. Um, well, you know, <laughs> uh, Houston, Indianapolis, Indianapolis wins thirty-one twenty. No surprise on the winner of that game, no, but so. the uh, big thing here is um, uh, Anthony. Uh, what I'm, I'm this. I'm Anthony old Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Yep. In concussion protocol, but you know what that means. My other boy, Gardner Minshew, yep. the second. Yeah, it's time. He gets to come <laughs> in some of that, some of that guard, that Minshew magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I don't. Is there like? I think there's like a day during the week cutoff that if you're still in concussion protocol, you can't play Sunday. So I like, think that's the yeah. We will see how that plays out, but um, honestly, um, I think Gardner Minshew. He's a he's a solid. Solid backup. He's, he could be a starter if he got enough chances, maybe. I like Gardner Minshew in this role. Uh-huh. Um, I also like the fact that uh, he's playing in Indianapolis and they have a great running core. Right. Um, and then they, they don't even have uh, Jonathan Taylor because right. he's he's on the pup list. And that, so. yeah, that's uh, – I'm with how they're playing in the running game, I, I don't think Jonathan Taylor's coming off that pup coming off that list dude i mean i think i think he will after week four after week four he will i mean like and then he'll just he'll just probably split the time and you know get back to the thing is is like it was so funny because like people obviously were trying to trade for him because they gave Mm. him an opportunity to look for trades but then like jim ursay is just asking asking for freaking jalen waddle he wants wants the moon just being an asshole because it's just like uh, you you say you can look for a trade but then obviously you're not going to trade him because you're asking unaskable but then that also that also comes down to it is like you know yeah he's also asking for unreachable things but i mean take it five years back True. and he's got a guy that lights the world on fire with his legs and he can run the ball. Mm-hmm. You can trade him for yeah. anybody you want in the world. Right. Right. Now running backs don't get paid. And that's the so... thing is, but then that's also the, I mean, you're paying Jonathan Taylor, whatever his contract remainder is. And mm-hmm. then, like you said, they've got a solid running court without him. Yep. I think there's some decisions to be made in Indianapolis. I think so too. Um, what do we got here? We got uh, Atlanta, Green Bay, Atlanta. It was a surprising game. 25-24. I know. And, you know, I got Bijan Robinson. He was mm-hmm. my first pick in one of my leagues. Uh, he's just carrying the ball. Desmond Ritter is doing enough. Yeah, enough is and that's a good fine. word. He's a young guy. He's got to get used to it. And they're winning. So it's fine right now. Um, you know, everybody laughed or last week is saying, God damn, Green Bay. <laughs> they got, they did they go Three franchise quarterbacks in a row in the draft without might, even blinking an they eye. They might have. Jordan Love looking pretty good. I mean, it was a one point loss, so you can't really put that on anybody. But no, um, I don't think so. So he, he played well. He played well. No, and that's the thing. It's uh, football's an odd game, and uh, that was just like a battle of two young quarterbacks. And I think just the tipping point in that one was Bijan Robinson. Just, I think. 
it's funny if you want to akin the the Green Bay Packers to a hockey team. Mm-hmm. They are that's what we do here. Well, yeah, we bring everything back to hockey. I mean, it's the best. I mean, it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's what you got to do, right? right? I mean, I'm wearing the shirt. Right? Uh-huh. So, um, I if I was to compare them, the Green Bay Packers to an NHL team, it would have to be the New York Rangers. Sure. Um, because you know they're a very good team, legacy team, blah blah blah, all this kind of thing. But they also they like we're 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 talking about more than likely three franchise quarterbacks back to back to back. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. The Rangers had again, King Henrik. Oh yeah. Now they got Shesterkin. And before that they had, um, why am I blanking on his name? Cause we're Um, old. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Um, played for team USA in the, in the Olympics. I was going to, just the fact remains, the fact remains amazing goaltending in new york and that it just continues to happen for no apparent and you know reason. what no hardware to show for it you no, know what nothing. I mean? and oh, then yeah. well they got the one they, they got, got the, the one, one but like... so did aaron Rodgers got that one true. and brett Favre got that <laughs> one true. so true. uh looking forward to jordan love possibly winning one <laughs> super bowl the, in his career one. um now on to daniel's team uh-huh. buffalo 38 raiders 10 um that's all and that's all we need to say well, dude, you know, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. It was not a good game on the Raiders side, no, but you had a Buffalo team that definitely had something to prove. Yeah, well, definitely. they lost they lost that first week and then it was like And they they Josh Allen looked horrible in that first game. So yeah. he was out there trying to prove he something. He looked pretty rough in the first quarter right. of this one as well, and then he was just like, "Wait, I'm Josh fucking Allen. Right. I can play football." And I mean, not to bash your team, because it's like my dad's uh, favorite team, and the reason I'm not a Raiders fan, I mean, not that I'm not a Raiders fan, I grew up in a house of Raiders fans, and it was just constant disappointment, I always talk about this. I am a Raiders so, fan, just, so I'm used to being bashed, so right, go right. right ahead. Uh, Josh McDaniel, I don't like him. I, I, I hate him. I absolutely hate him. I don't fucking him. like him. I don't know why people like him. I don't know why teams keep wanting him and all this shit, and it's just like, God damn it. I don't like I the guy. I absolutely hate him. He is the sole reason that Tim Tebow is not a quarterback anymore. You guys got the wrong McDaniel. Um, I love Mike McDaniel. McDaniel. McDaniel's <laughs> a terrible coach. He's been a terrible coach forever. The... The guy you move on from John Gruden when he had his whole email thing is him. They should have brought just back Gruden. Keep the fr- just keep the the guy that replaced him and that was the interim head coach. He was doing fucking gangbusters. Yeah, uh, uh, it was Jack Del Rio, right? No, 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 no. Jack no that Del was before. before that. that was before Gruden. Was, uh, think, uh, Anyways, know, uh, the the thing about the Raiders and their coaches is just like what? Like first they traded Gruden back in the day. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then that you get a, him back. That was a... And then obviously because of social climates, he had to be let go or whatever because of the stupid email shit. But the thing is, is now that Dan Snyder has gone out of Washington, John Gruden wasn't the problem on that email chain. No, he was You know not. what I'm saying? He was That was, felt like a smokescreen to me to keep I, Dan Snyder his job, you know, owning I the suppose, team for longer. I suppose... Either way, he had to be a scapegoat. None of them look good. No, honestly, but so these like, are you're talking about old football guys. What the fuck you think they're talking about? Yeah, and then much. that's what I, I felt like that whole group, the, his name specifically being thrown out there and dragged through the mud was a smoke screen to try to get Dan Full Snyder on. to be able to hold on to that team, which he didn't in the end. So no, can Gruden no. get his fucking job back? Nah, he probably doesn't even want it because he's like, fuck this. Like I don't want to be I in mean, the limelight. He probably he'd probably like the money because now because yeah. now there's nobody that like he can't get his job back at. That's true. ESPN because of that like and all that CBS stuff. Or anything and else, that's the so. thing that pisses me off is like, why do you got to fire people? 
It's like, let's just, we're putting him on suspension mm. for a minute while we investigate. And then everybody forgets about the damn email chain because then you realize, oh yeah, Dan Snyder was like trying to fucking pimp out his cheerleaders to fucking diplomats in that Cuba guy. and, and all, it's like, you know, whatever, taking their passports so they couldn't leave the hotel and stuff like that. That guy is like a cautionary tale on Scumbag what, on of like the earth. What? what any kind of money so can like to somebody he Holy got to sell hell. a team for fucking nine billion dollars six billion dollars whatever the fuck it was yeah and, it's and john like, gruden lost his fucking job yeah it's also like you know yeah it's like yeah dan snyder's not the owner of the commanders anymore it's just like yeah but he got fucking a shit ton that's, of money and that's the problem that's my problem he got a shit like ton of john money gruden ruining the the franchise lost his career lost his hundred million dollar contract and dan snyder got to sell the team for six and a half billion and they were and they were like they were a proud fan franchise before he showed up. Uh, it's just, it, it's really just were. sad. Gruden got the shit end of the stick of all this because sure Commander's did. got a new owner. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, and the Raiders got speaking, the shit end of the speaking stick. Speaking of the Commanders, actually, not that bad right now. Boom, boom. Let's go to that game real quick. Let's figure it out. Commander 35, Denver 33. Away from the Raiders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, not a lot to talk about. They got fucking hammered. Uh, yeah, Washington. Looking pretty good. Uh, I got their running back Robinson. I picked him up too. He's he's a little flex guy for me, and he's yeah, been that's going where I good have him too. Um, and uh, Sam Howell again, one of these young guys that's doing just enough to you mm-hmm. know he's he's being serviceable. Yep. We call it. You know he's a serviceable quarterback right now. Um, who knows if he's going to be great? But they're winning games. They're two and zero. Um, Denver is now 0-2. Um, the Russell Wilson, he's not looking as terrible as he looked last season. No, that the game that he played this week wasn't that bad. No, um, it definitely wasn't his fault. I don't, they lost I don't game, put but. this loss on him. However, one good game does not atone for right. the last season and right, two right. games of and, what he is. You know, Sean Payton, obviously great coach, won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl and, you know, all this stuff. And um, I just think that, Going from what happened with Denver last season and Russell having his own office and his own private coaches and his own all this stuff and then so doing high knees on the airplane while everybody's trying to take naps and shit. So and, strange. Um, and then immediate, obviously that doesn't work. And then Sean Payton coming in and literally lighting the place on fire when it comes yeah. to Russell Wilson and talking shit about him in the media and just all this stuff trying to light up. I don't think Russell Wilson's that guy who's going to get motivated by no, that. No, he's I not. I think he's so... I think he's a. I think he's an AI person. I don't think he's real. Okay, Russell Wilson. He is. Uh, him and uh, Bezos he, and well, him and, and Ciara. If you wa- if you watch any of their social media, they're the weirdest fucking people mm. of all time. Um, his Subway commercial and his Danger Witch. Broncos dang- country. Is Let's dang- ride. Is- <laughs> Was, that is the most that right there was what like sealed the deal for me that yeah. he's like uh, he's a robot or he's an alien or something like all this alien stuff in the news it's like yeah you want proof that there's aliens among us Russell Wilson yeah. watch just that um, one clip of him leaving the press conference Broncos country was right mm-hmm. is, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing him, him and Elon Musk talk about the talk about their goings on at the mothership it's, every night yeah it's uh he's a bizarre dude and like I, I never wish bad on anybody and I was a big Russell Wilson fan because I'm a little guy so I like all little quarterbacks <laughs> you know what I mean I like him too. I don't man, like it but... I like it now that little guys are getting their shine in the NFL but I don't I think he's another one of those grad not a gradual fall it's a straight off the cliff. I think he's done I just I don't think he's just not like you said, he might not play terrible this season, but he's not enough to put that team over the hump with the roster they have. Uh, Jerry Judy's got turf toe still yeah. and shit. And, yeah. you know, and so, you know, what are you going to do? 
Um, but Washington is the story of that game because they're two and zero, and it's the first time they started two and zero since like freaking the nineties. And they know? looked awful in that game in the first half, and right. in the second half they were like, okay, that's enough. And they still pulled it <laughs> out. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm a big fan of old Riverboat Ron Rivera, their coach. Yeah. You know what I mean. He's one of those guys who. We talk about guys, why do these guys keep getting chances? You know what I mean? Because, like, really all he ever did was take Cam Newton to a Super Bowl and lose it. You know what I mean? And you had Cam Newton in his prime. You didn't really not have to do much because he was out there running the whole team. Um, But But I don't think for what he's worth, he's not bad. He's not a bad coach. Again, serviceable, just like his quarterback over there. Which is fine. Yeah, no, that Serviceable is fine because you make the playoffs and anything can happen. 100%. Tennessee beats uh, the Chargers in OT, and the Chargers are just plagued. Talk about a team that has has had like the roster of rosters for the last five years. They had Philip Rivers as their quarterback for so long. Yeah, it, it, just as a quarterback position, I talk about this all the time. Whether it's Dan Fouts, Philip Rivers, now Justin Herbert, it's like you've got these franchise guys that you put guys around because Philip Rivers had receivers. He had Antonio Gates. He had. Uh, 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 what's his God? God, what Tomlinson. guy was so Ladanian Tomlinson? Tomlinson, yeah. You know, and now they've it's Austin Eckler, yep. it's Keenan Allen. It's like you've got guys. They had Junior Seau on Junior defense Seau for so on long. Defense. Like, like what the hell? And <laughs> like the the team should never be as bad as they are. And now they're two and zero again, and uh, the pain continues. And even their home city hates them now because what they, I like to call them is the LA. San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Yeah. Just like I call the Oakland Raiders of Las Vegas. Yeah, well, that's another thing too. <laughs> that's why I'm a big fan of that because what are they? It was it's because it, uh, the Angels in baseball do do that now. They did that before, right? Los Angeles like, Angels of Anaheim. Anaheim yeah. So fucking stupid. <laughs> so um, when I don't agree with your relocation, I just call you by your old name. And if you're and if you're any kind of fan of any Southern California team. You you hate L.A. no matter where you're from. Oh yeah, for sure. Unless you're from L.A. Right. And then, and that's if you're they, Anaheim, yeah. you're you're you know the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, whatever. That was that was fine because you yeah. you call out Anaheim, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. You pissed off literally the entire Orange County area right. and L.A. because you're not their team. The Dodgers are their team. Right. So it's like you don't have fans, which is maybe why they still suck. Yeah, I'm a thing about like relocations <laughs> of like if you're gonna move. You gotta you gotta change it up because yeah. it's just like it was like the the Oakland Raiders of Los Angeles of Oakland of Las Vegas, mm. and it's like yeah. the char- I don't know whatever. I'm not a fan of the fact that they're in Vegas, but I also what do it is. I also do like Vegas a lot more than I like Oakland right now because of the fact that Oakland just doesn't give a fuck about sports. Hundred percent. No, and Vegas is. I'm totally fine in. with the Raiders relocation, the A's, all this stuff because fuck Oakland. Obviously, they don't give a shit about sports. And fuck them. You don't deserve don't, to have a team. I don't mind There's Oakland. Two. I love Oakland. Yeah, I love Oakland as a place. As a place, but, but, as, but how are you gonna do that? To you lost the Warriors. You got legacy you lost the teams there. It's not you like, have the A's going like we are rooted in Oakland, and then you're just like, mm, we don't really want to build you. They, build you they a were stadium. gonna go to Fremont yeah. just to fuck it because they couldn't be there, you know. And it's like that's and then the Giants up. were like, mm, that's our that's our spot. No, but, but it's <laughs> like you've got you've got teams that are like legacy teams. It's not like they're new teams to the leagues. It's not like it, there are teams that have won championships that have freaking history mm-hmm. and you're more worried about other things than keeping them around so fuck it you don't get them anymore exactly um new york giants squeaked it out against the arizona cardinals and Which, 
once I'm again. I'm surprised the Cardinals are actually playing as well as they are. Well, they're kind of. I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder because everybody's saying they're tanking. Their organization is obviously acting like they're tanking. I thought they were tanking. Yeah, they are. They're trying I mean, to, but their defense is like, no, fuck that. We're not. Which is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Because as a player, you don't want to tank because how no. you perform is how much money you get to exactly. make. Because all those guys aren't going to be on Arizona next year, so they want to put good oh, shit yeah, on most film. Most of them are not, yeah. You know what I mean? So you can't go out there and act like you're tanking because then nobody's going to sign you next year, you know? so I mean, it's absolutely true, but even so, is like they, they get all these guys in like the trades and the free right. agents and everything like that that are just... That are just poo poo. Oh yeah, they're just bad. Yeah, and it's and they're well, still and you keeping feel, all you these feel games bad. close. Like you I feel bad for out. like players that have been on that roster for a while, like Buda Baker, James yep. Connor, these guys who like are really showing out even with the shit. Yeah, end of the stick over there, and it's like fuck. Just I wish you could go somewhere else because. And you know. they probably will before we. Of game. course, of course, they'll probably get traded. And we, I talked last week because it's so funny. Um, with Caleb Williams from UFC, you know, front runner for first round pick next year, and his dad's pulling the whole. We might just stay in college, depending on who gets the pick. And it's like that's obviously saying if Arizona gets the first pick, we're staying in college. And it was like the debate of like, do you do the Eli Manning and get drafted by San Diego and say, and nah, say I'm not playing for them? Nah, Sorry, nah, you need to just trade Philip Rivers for me. Uh-huh. Or do you just before you even go to the draft just say, nah, nah, I'm not staying. But that's the problem. You stay in, they're probably going to get the first pick next year yeah. too. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, my Rams, uh. Not looking good most of the game, and then kind of started making some hay at the end. Twenty three thirty against San Francisco. San Francisco is a freaking juggernaut. I can't believe how good they the are. The Brock Purdy experiment is a successful one. I, I mean, so. yeah, two weeks. I know it's only two weeks in, but the guy had his arm snapped in half, and then he comes out, and you know that was the big thing. Is like, can the guy even play anymore? I, mean, I think like, you can tell, right? Like after in in football, in yeah. two weeks you can tell. Yeah, you can tell what's going on, and it's just he. Uh, you know, you love that. The Mr. Irrelevant thing, last pick overall, all that CM, kind of shit. They, got, like, they went and got CMC. Yeah, they got and they already Debo had still. Brandon Ayuk and yeah, Debo, and their defense is insane. So there's not a lot to talk about there. Just, I can't. I can't I, other than the fact that I cannot believe they're that good. They're just, it's just one of the, if they don't make the Super Bowl, it's a disappointment. I think so. Yeah, I mean, as yeah. far as, you too, I know it's too early, it's two weeks in, but like Daniel just said, the way they've played these last two weeks, if they even do a fraction of that for the rest of the season. They should make the Super Bowl. Exactly. Um, uh, Dallas whooped on the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson had three interceptions. Another but, team that I cannot believe is that good. Uh, Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. Well, and their defense is that good. Oh, you absolutely. know what I mean? Uh, and Tony Pollard is that good. And Tony Pollard. And a guy, that's another guy I like because Tony Pollard – I was early on him in fantasy, like for the last two seasons. I didn't, I didn't end up being able to get him this season. But last year and the year before that, I didn't even touch Zeke. If mm-hmm. even if Zeke was available and Tony Pollard was there, I was taking Tony Pollard because yeah. I just the guy is a solid running back and he just positive yardage. You know what I mean? So and it's like Zeke. It's uh, another one. Yeah, fall. Yeah, straight off. Yeah, he's gonna be eating, eating, eating out of oatmeal out of that bowl. Pretty much, pretty soon. Um, but yeah, Jets <laughs> obviously oats too. Not even just the good a, kind. <laughs> just the Jets. What is another cursed franchise? Football's full of cursed franchises, dude. Jets, whether... Jets is a big one. Bengals is another Son one. Son of think. a biscuit. Lions, a hundred percent. I mean, and it sucks for the Jets defense because that uh, up against even like the the D- Dallas, the Niners, and the Jets probably have the best defense in the league. Yeah. And you've got two teams that are two and zero oh and a 
and and I know the Jets are one and zero, oh, but they should be or one and one. They should be zero oh and two. Um, they absolutely should be zero oh and two. There's no reason. If it wasn't for that low. defense, they would definitely be zero oh and two. Um, it just sucks. I mean, I know they're saying we're sticking with Zach. Zach's our guy. You shouldn't. Mm, probably shouldn't. I think no. you should be calling Philip Rivers right now. <laughs> He just had another kid. He's he's got another mouth to feed. He probably there's, like a one year contract or some shit, dude. There was, uh, there's, I don't know if you ever watched Tom Grassi. Oh yeah, and uh, he he did a little skit where he was like, um, he was he was the Jets front office, and it was like, all right, gotta find us a quarterback. Tom, Tom Brady, <laughs> you, you, you thinking about it? No, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was rumors uh, they should trade for Kirk Cousins, which I think is in the cards if the Vikings lose another game. Because, I, I mean, Kurt, obviously it's not his fault, no. but it's like if the Vikings, again, have a great roster and can't get over the hump, it's like maybe they get that cap space. I don't know. Who knows? But uh, Jets, if they're going to do anything but lose all the rest of their games, they need a different quarterback than Zach Wilson. I just I don't. Mean, I, I almost feel like Zach Wilson could do it, but I think in the situation Their offensive line is not good enough no, for no. Zach Wilson. They weren't good enough for Aaron Rodgers. But I mean, Because if you the, watch Hard Knocks, yeah. Aaron Rod, the the thing that got him injured or got those guys in on him to injure him in that game was the exact thing he was harping on them about in Hard Knocks. The, the only bad thing he had to say about that roster was... Uh, was that exact play scheme and how they were getting pressure on him every single time. And it happened three plays in. So obviously they've got offensive line problems and I don't think Zach Wilson can be successful without having enough time. Because he does need to develop a little bit more right. and whatnot. But he needs I mean, a little bit and a couple more seconds to make a decision. But I mean, another guy with that, it, like another thing with him is like, he's got the potential to be good. Sure. But I just think but if you just get, if you're getting rocked every other play, that potential goes bye bye real yeah, quick. Yeah, because either you start seeing ghosts, or you get hurt, or you get Derek or, Carr. Exactly, you got you, Derek Carr, one of the most promising quarterbacks right. in in the NFL. And got. look what he's doing with the with the with the New Orleans. You know, he's 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 showing that he is still got the promise. But oh, he's a great quarterback. I've always loved Derek Carr, but he's never had anybody in front of him to nope. protect him. Nope. And then his last season, he had Josh McDaniels. You oh know? And, Cause that's, like, like, yeah. Can't with that guy. Derek Carr's MVP. I he like had an him. MVP season and he snapped his leg in half. I've always loved What him. do you want? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it is what it is. But if you don't have a front line, you're fucked, no matter who you are. And then they had uh, the backup quarterback was uh, XFL great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, moving on to uh, last night's game, Miami, New England, 24-17 Miami. We all kind of saw that going that way. Sure did. Um, Defense played outstanding. They played outstanding. Uh, Tua is uh, proving his haters wrong. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill is being Tyreek Hill. That's true. And the star of that team for me is Mike McDaniels. I love that guy. I love how... Um, a good signal caller, that's for sure. He's a good signal caller, but also just his attitude towards the game. He doesn't take anything that fucking seriously. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's I love that. I love the fact that he knows when the camera's on him, and it's just like, well, if you're going to be in my face, I'm going to do something funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love the, like, the halftime when they're like following him, and then he sees the camera, and he takes off sprinting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like they're like... You know, it was like, how do, uh, how are you doing? How do you feel he did out there tonight? He's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> the players did. <laughs> you know this what is, I mean? It's just this like, is a guy who's just happy to be there. Or just like his thing is like, what's changes uh, is when his first season in Miami when it was, it was last year was his first season, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just like, 
what changes are you having to make, you know, as a person, you know, going from being an assistant coach, being a head coach and all stuff? And he's like, well, I find that I'm having to shower a lot more. I used to be able to push it uh, from Sunday all the way till about Wednesday. Really but you that? guys got to talk to me so much now. That uh, I feel like I have to smell a little bit, <laughs> like just stupid shit like that. Did you really say that? Oh yeah, no, That's it's one of my hilarious. favorite TikToks of all time. That's it's just like I used hilarious. to be able to push it from Sunday to about Thursday. <laughs> like it's just so it's always levity, and I I've always been that you know I me I'm that kind that. of a guy. It's I like let's that. I feel like people play better when the when it's a little lighter. Your uh, dirt league interviews at the end of the, yeah. the, end of the game, and I feel like Miami fits that. I feel like Tyreek Hill's that kind of a guy. He doesn't ever seem like he's super serious no. he's super, you know what i mean like wave into the last night wave into the new england fans in the locker room he's just like these are some of the worst fans ever so i love that's my favorite part of the game is waving bye-bye <laughs> like, get out of here man like, you know and it's just so anyways success for the dolphins that's it that's week two we got two monday night games tonight mm-hmm. carolina new orleans pittsburgh cleveland that's it i'm t- tired of talking about football already and it's week two <laughs> That's a show. Thank you, Daniel. You're um, most welcome. We got our shout out, and this is the first shout out in about a month where I haven't had to talk about a dead guy, because people I like been dying, you know. I mean, yeah. And then it, I, they don't fit into the rest of the show, so I have to use my shout out at the end for the dead people. And I've just been like, I'm, I was thinking about just changing it to the bungalow obituary segment. <laughs> But nobody died this week that I gave a shit about, so... That I gave a shit about. <laughs> Holy fuck. This week, the shout-out goes to our boy, bringing it back to hockey, Yarmir Yager hey. is starting his 35th professional Holy season fuck, of hockey at the age of 51 in the Czech Professional Hockey League. Oh, my God. I know he owns the team, and that's and he's playing in one of... Man, you don't got to keep going, buddy. Fuck yeah, you do. Whatever, man. Oh, Push it. Just like God. that old man who fucking cross-checked me in the dirt league, dude. I mean... You got to be out there. But he doesn't play dirt league. Like, like <laughs> He's dude, playing pro. The Czech, dude, the Czech league is really it's fucking legit. good. It's a legit <laughs> it's like league. really good. Yeah, no, I... Uh, it's... Uh, so, just that being... That he feels like he's good enough to be a starter on his I own mean, team. He is, he is still. I think he could be a fourth liner in the NHL probably. If he... Oh, my God. He could be a second liner <laughs> like on the Like we Ducks. just said, <laughs> Phil Kessel won a cup. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And he's 15 years younger than him. So uh, uh, shout out to to Yager, man. Uh, all-time great. Uh, he's got all-time hair. He's the king of the lettuce. I can't wait until he finally retires because the second that he does, the NHL is going to be like, you know, hey, we can put you in the Hall of Fame now, right? right. Like, Even like though you just retired, you've been out of here for a while. So, <laughs> uh, And I can't wait to see his bust. They got to put the lettuce in the bust. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, well, shout out. Well, in, in hockey, they do, the, they do the plaque. Oh, that's right. right. So. They don't do the bust. They do but the they, plaque. But they definitely they will have They need to do a side plaque. profile. Oh, yeah, side yeah, yeah. profile. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so shout out, Yarmir. Congratulations. The bungalow salutes you. Um, I better take these off because I'm not talking about football anymore. That is um, a, and that is a very Yarmir Yager thing to do, the salute. That's right. Thank you, Daniel, for joining me. You are most welcome. I hope to Happy see to your face here. more around here. Hopefully yes. I'll be subbing for the Bronze Tigers on Wednesday. Oh, I'd, yeah, it would be nice. Okay. That would be great. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, everybody. Thanks for uh, watching. We appreciate you. Go, make sure you subscribe to Peak One Sports Network on YouTube and uh, enjoy your sports. Thanks, y'all.